On this episode of Telenor Talk Now, we humbly apologize to our listeners for the poor audio quality. We kindly ask that you adjust the audio of your device accordingly for your listening pleasure. Thank you. Molvangali Neil Tatufatanwanga Oli Telenor Talk Now, Mato Tifat Maliatu, Una Oli Tulanga Oli Liola Titi Osivang on Nefatanwanga. If to Nailiolam Senior or if a former yai, a tonumanino I love for former five time. Welcome to another podcast hosted and brought to you by the American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. Fatano Fatu says if we neo fatalanwanga, won't fayun awina to le mau amrik Samoa, it say atu is our wanga fallo to fali, masa wanga fafil swainga. So today we have with us here uh, the Matangi siblings who came in second at the recent prom event. Naomi and Sipili Matangi won second place at Pacific Roots Open Mic for their piece, which was a poem on a lot of prevalent social issues. Welcome Naomi and Sipili to the Alliance. And thank you guys for gracing us here at Telenor Talk Now with your presence today. So we're going to get right into the discussion because... I have about a million questions I want to ask you guys. So, um, so let's talk about prom. And prom is Pacific Roots Open Mic. What were you expecting from that night, from prom? Were you guys nervous? Was this crowd any different from your past crowds? How was it? How was it? And I know you guys both probably had, like, uh, feeling differently. You know, like, maybe you know me might not have been nervous. He probably was or... You know, so, so so how was it that night? Was it everything you expected it to be? I mean, um, yeah, so prom, we were nervous, you know, as any normal person. Um, and we were nervous, but um, I think for me, I'm more of a people person, so I, I kind of had myself together. But on the other hand, I could tell Speedy, you know, he's not really a stage person. And um, we've practiced uh, many times before that, um, just because we just didn't want to let, you know, we dedicated this piece to a lot of families and just to anyone um, who could relate to it. Mm-hmm. And it would be a barrier or, you know, it wouldn't feel right or complete if we were to like mess up on one line because it would probably drag the rest of the piece down. So at the same time, we had to balance our emotions because we didn't want to feel it too much, especially me, I'm more of the emotional one. Uh, I didn't want to feel it too much to the point where I might forget a line or just kind of cry out on stage and just lose people to me. So there was a lot of, there was a, a million emotions happening, going through our head. Um, but um, it came up great. You know, we were blessed to place and we were even more blessed that a lot of people, you know, felt our peace and felt the power and the energy for us. Which one of you two is uh, the emotional one? No. no. <laughs> yeah. I like how he's quiet and then he's now me. <laughs> wow. So uh, I didn't realize there was uh, that much that goes into preparing to get on stage and delivering the spoken word. And, you know, I thought it was just 
you put your thoughts on paper and then you you know i thought the only thing you you had to tackle was that stage stage fear or stage yeah. fright whatever they call it but um you're talking about whoa there's a lot that goes on right mentally yes exactly mentally physically and just to get it right because then i think it's um i don't know but um as an as someone watching i know that the the piece wouldn't come out the way you expected it to as an artist you guys if you if it wasn't if there wasn't that if you guys weren't uh, unified or in unison right mm -hmm. like you were just saying earlier how you didn't want to leave him hanging and yeah. you not we had to be in sync yeah in sync and, and there were times um, when we would practice i would say like one of the lines and i would just cry and then i would see a wrong line after that so i i didn't want any of that to happen um and the piece because we've said it a lot of times and yeah. so it wasn't for us to hear so tell us about the uh the award-winning piece, um, the story behind it, the inspiration. Where did it come from? Did it come from something positive, something negative, the delivery, everything? Um, I know it was, what was the title again? Stay on the Line. Stay on the Line, yeah. Stay on the Line. You guys, uh, you guys sounded like uh, operators that night. <laughs> stay, <laughs> stay on the Line. So, yeah, tell us about the, the, the piece. Yeah, I'm so dying to hear the story behind it. So, um, our piece was inspired Have gone through all of all of the stuff that we've been able to find in those kind of thoughts mm. until almost and we've seen the like like we've seen the big impact it has on our stages on so you guys so you're saying Sipili that you guys come also from um, a place where you're also you've also experienced these um these issues right you're not one of those people that mm. and then you guys just come out and and and, and like oh we want to say something to help these kids because you know we're not going through this stuff but we see it happening to you but no you guys are talking from experience um, personally, like, um, it's our mom, like, she was a victim of this, and, you know, we grew up in a household where, you know, not really a person online, and what we've seen, and we kind of just looked back, we had a, we sat back and we had like a self-reflection kind of moment, and that's when we, it hit us that we really came a long way. You know, we fought our battles. You know, no one heard the, our cries. You know, mm -mm. but it it made us think, wow, why not put something together with everything that's happening right now? It'll be better to have. And I'm pretty sure everyone was aware of what was happening in our family, in mm. our village, and in, in okay. our church. Right? <coughs> Nothing is more powerful than having someone speak of something that they've been through. Mm. Because you can relate to what you're preaching, more like practicing what you preach. Um, we can speak about it because we know what it's like. We've been through it ourselves. And it 
it also adds that um, it also adds the what do we call it that realistic component it makes the piece as an artist it makes your piece real you know um, it's not something that you just dreamt of you know you were just lying you know at the beach and you thought of these thoughts that came to oh I should speak of it no you're speaking about real real issues not other people's issues but your own issues right and um, i think in the in the poem there, there are lines where we kind of add imagery where people can not only feel the power of the piece but kind of put them in a um have them feel empathy or have them in our shoes um and we add in imagery in some of the lines you know with the smell the smell of Vicks, because you know everyone knows after you get beat, yeah the scent of Vicks know, yeah uh -huh. Vicks and you know and just the idea of a house and a home a house is just a house but you need love and you need a family mm -hmm. and that affection from you know from your mom and dad to make it a home anyone can have a house mm -hmm. but it takes a lot to have a home that's true. That's that's very true. How have things changed since prom? How have things changed since prom? Because that was the first time that um, the community got to see the Matangi siblings, right? So how have things changed since prom? Have they changed or not? I mean, I see you out there. So what's happening out there? What made you two want to become, want to work as a duo? Do, you said you have other siblings? Yeah. Do you guys have other siblings? Yeah. Uh, There's actually four of us. Okay. Um, so what made you want to work with Speedy and not the other ones? Um, well, <laughs> well <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's a as well. Um, but, okay. you know, at the same time, um, for me and Speedy, uh, in our household, it's, it's always us. Like, we're like the dynamic duo. Yeah. Oh, we're McCoy. Okay. The oldest one is Mimo. Oh, so that was our coach. Uh, she was our coach. And then the youngest is four years old. Mimo's but assistant coach. Assistant yeah. coach. <laughs> but um, it was kind of cool in our family. Like everyone, when they heard like our door close and they would hear the beat drop for our Dhaka practicing again, they would call me, no, should we see this? No, because we don't have people to sleep with this or you know, this way. We want to see it. Um, so it was for, you know, just being out there in the community, going to different schools, we've been invited to a lot of places. Like, we didn't even see any of this coming. Coming. Um, we've been to schools, we've been to churches, we've been to different services. 
and you know and we're grateful because you know the word i'm gonna you my god will go beyond it and not only will we be blessed with like you know gifts from them just for being there and speaking to them doing outreaches it's really taking a you know a, it really filled our cup of blessing just to be a blessing to them and I, this is the positive so it's a positive thing yeah, it's a positive impact. There's always the positive impact. We make it the positive <laughs> impact, right? Anything negative that comes to our life, it can't be negative if we, you know, it will stay negative if we don't find, reach in and find the positive that's that's in there. Um, do you guys have any other pieces? I mean, now that you're being invited, you're quite the celebrities now. But um, so do you guys have any other pieces aside from um, um, uh, the one that you guys did at prom? Stay on the line. two coming out soon can't wait because i saw the video was oh. tell me about the video that um i saw on facebook tell me about the video that um i don't know if you guys created it but i was just looking at the caption and somebody congratulated you they said naomi good work so i was like oh so oh, this is one of their videos then because i saw you in the video right aren't you in the video at uh, the beginning or something no is it, is it the video where they're passing the oh, pen the, past the marker the, the marker yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I saw that. So I wasn't sure whether Usotu Ofe was the name of the video or not. And so I've been asking people, what does Usotu Ofe mean? Because, I mean, I've heard it before, but I've never really, like, uh, understood what exactly does Usotu Ofe mean. So when I saw it, um, I've been asking around and no one really has said anything. So I'm like, so it's also to offer is really someone who is it a page or someone or um, it's a club. It's a club oh, okay. housing Hawaii Hall. Oh, all right. And it's basically you know majority is Samoan. It's okay. Hawaii. 
and they reached out to us um, just to put a little message because they were having a candlelight service in Hawaii for a suicide event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we, we put together a pass, well, pass a marker, a.k.a. pass a message of hope to someone because mm-hmm. that simple one sentence could really help someone. Mm-hmm. And um, it's very it was a very simple challenge, and uh, we put it up there just to see if any uh, anyone else wanted to do it, um, and I got like people from here in American Samoa, and they launched it in Hawaii. So it was a message of hope from home, from us in American Samoa. With everything, despite everything that's happening here, you know, there is still hope. There are people who still care. Wow, the collaboration, mm-hmm. collaboration, the partnership. I mean, Usatuofe, you know, and all these people that came. So everyone that's in the video were people that just step forward and and wanted to do it i mean be part of the video or did you guys go out and well, and ask um, people to be in the video like um co-workers okay um i i used to work at gps i noticed <laughs> yeah i was about to say i know just a lot of police officers in the- <laughs> and i just wanted to like make them uh, make the youth know that not everyone in uh in a police uniform uh, is a bad person yeah yeah there are good ones mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> And just different people in the community where um, I got people from different camps, mm-hmm. from different campaign camps to do um, a, just a little message of hope that they could. And it's, yeah, I had my mom in it. Uh, it's pretty much our support system. Yeah. I work, we work with what we have because we, we did that in within a week. Wow. Next one you should have the governor, the <laughs> governor-elect. <laughs> He would be more than happy to be part of something like this. You know, he's a, so um, the next question is, uh, why is spoken word important? And what does it accomplish that other art forms don't? So I'm thinking other art forms are like music, dance, right? Um, what is it? Storytelling. There are so many uh, mm-hmm. other art forms. So why is spoken word to you? Why is spoken word important? And what does it accomplish that other art forms you think don't, you know? So um, it's not common here in American Samoa. Mm. Um, a lot of people like to keep quiet about things. And having this, you know, platform of being having a spoken word, it really lets you speak your truth. It makes you, it gives you the courage to, you know, Tell, tell it as it is. Storytelling story and um, poetry and other, um, it, it is, there, there is, you know, a possibility, but everyone knows uh, Samoans are storytellers. They are a Kusisolokanka Samoa. They sing, but not once, or not, it's not common to hear um, people say, oh, yeah, so, just having, trying something different, opening up a window where you can express yourself different. And it, I, for me, I feel it's more powerful because you can scream at the top of your lungs, yet you're addressing something very important and people will still catch on to it. Rather than, let's say for a song, you have to sing your first verse, your second verse, your chorus twice, just to get the message of the end. It's interesting you should say that because you're telling me, you're talking about that. I'm, I'm thinking about um, White Sunday. 
And I'm thinking of Speedy, how he said that you guys are at one Sunday. Yeah. I mean, you think of how our kids are so adapted to the whole growing up. Be interesting to see maybe another White Sunday. You see all the kids go up and everyone's doing the spoken word. Uh, I mean, you know. Um, but you're right. We are people that are uh, very creative. Uh, we're storytellers. We're songwriters. You know, we're music- musicians. And yet um, we don't address issues with our voices. Um, sad to say. Uh, many of us here in, uh, within our communities uh, are more so into addressing issues physically using uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and yet we do uh, where people and we have a beautiful language um, you know um, I've heard Samoan poems and they're beautiful and do you guys have any Samoan poems? You too? Um, no? No it's in the making, maybe. <laughs> what advice would you give to young people interested in performance poetry? What advice do you have for young people? Would you like to give young people that are interested in performance poetry? Coming from someone who has never produced, I never done anything like this, but um, go ahead and take it's interesting because um so far i'm thinking i'm listening to what you you two are saying and i'm thinking of how um you two are talking about embracing your voices you you know you like how do your and you just like uh, Naomi was saying that's un- that's not common here amongst our people uh we have to be because we grew up and um we grew up and our parents were telling us to uh to, we were being shushed at while we were growing up uh, um and now we want to use our voices so i'm 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 keen to find out what do your parents think about that? Because I'm looking at you two and I'm saying I'm thinking to myself, you two come from Samoan Samoan families, <laughs> full blooded Samoan parents, I bet, you know, and you say you also have issues that I have I, I have the same issues. So I'm like, what do your parents feel about you guys going out there and screaming your lungs out? They live up there, I'm like shh. Are they are they supportive of, of what you do? I mean Yeah. Well, um, as long as it's for a good cause, my mom and dad are always down, you know, to support us and you know, just hearing you talk about our you know, a common Samoan parent would say like, Hey, well, mm. so, um, <laughs> yeah. Um surprisingly when we first presented it to my dad. Uh, we were using our phones because we haven't fully memorized it. Mm-hmm. And my dad was saying, you know, why open up a 
He's supportive, you know. I mean, they're both very supportive because um, uh, in our upbringing, too, you know, I'm pretty sure they see the challenges we faced back then. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to regain ourselves now, pretty much, and we and we do this work. Girl, we all are. We do this work because for the kids growing up now, this is your chance. You know, we always say, um, everyone is gifted with a talent. Whether it be dancing, singing, you know, everyone's different. But at the same time, with the options that you have, open open up new windows, open up new doors, try new things, mm. you know, test the waters. Um, and that's why we use something different, um, which is spoken word to express yourself. Because, mm. you know, as Arthur Fowler mentioned, if you have the talent and you don't use it, yep. I can sing. That's exactly right. Who's your first fail, by the way, if you don't mind my asking? Oh, it's uh, Tamaya Oh, so you guys are from Fungongo? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You guys are from Fungongo, so you see, yes. I'm from Pongo. Oh, right I'm from Pongo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so what about your mother? I know she was. you said she was in another video, but what about your mother? I haven't heard your mother say anything. Um, I, after <coughs> that night, you know, after we, we, uh, the show was done, we went straight to our mom. Knowing that she's been through a lot and that she knew that this came from a good place in our hearts, it was really emotional. And that she she also mentioned that you know she really prays that people and families and you know children are touched by this piece because if it could touch her, she was sitting she was at a corporate table with her staff. If it could touch her and her staff. I'm pretty sure it would be strong enough to reach farther places, and which it has because it reached Seattle and, you know, mm-hmm. different places. We have different people, like, adding us on Facebook, you know, asking for a Zoom session mm-hmm. just to speak about, you know, what, what how we felt. Mm-hmm. And this is, what, this is what we wanted. This is what the hope and the outcome we prayed for. My Lord. My Lord. Oh, that's, um, that's, uh, it's um it's such a it's such an unusual feeling because most of our parents here in Samoa don't really support even if I mm-hmm. uh, uh, many parents will be most me I most go um but um there are also uh a good number of parents today that understand and are supportive of of their kids being part of the solution to these many issues, especially with the youth. Uh, so I'm I'm glad to hear that um, your parents um, um, support the work that you you two do. Um, what are issues that seem central to your work, and why? What are issues? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know you guys had mentioned at the beginning that um, it's um, all issues 
-hmm. and it, the the piece at prom was more like a, a cluster of 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 so what are those issues that you guys um uh, look at look at because i know when we had prom that was when we were like in what some would say suicide season right yeah. um so and it just seemed and so many people thought that your piece especially when it was stay on the line many people thought that it was about suicide only mm -hmm. but now i'm hearing from the first time from the artist that it wasn't just on suicide it was a cluster of many other issues these social issues uh, yeah. that are prevalent within our homes, families, settings, you know, within the community. So what are those issues that that um that seem central to to your work as artist? And why? Okay. <coughs> the reason why we wanted to like have a lot of um, you know problems within the piece because we had five four four minutes four minutes and ten seconds to be within the guideline of the time at the same time use every word to its fullest potential and what we wanted to do was we if we didn't want to just suicide because um we didn't want people that are going through a drug addiction problem be like oh, i can't relate to you because that's not what i'm going through um people who are being who are victims of domestic violence i don't want I, we didn't want to side side eye them be like oh I, you know i can't relate to that because you know i'm getting beat up what does that have to do with me so if you listen and stay on the line it's basically for it's a cry for help it's a call for help it's a it's basically saying look at me i need your help i need the attention show me that you care i need reassurance mm. and it's it can fall within any problem that we're going most of them the data we got from or the problems we why we picked it is because we see it we, these were the main ones that we've seen happen in american samoa and not only physically, but through social media as well. Like when we've seen different posts, how or you know, kids that do there's um this TikTok challenge where you know you look all happy and then the beat drops and then you're just like all bruised up because it's like you can you anyone can you know fake a smile when like in, in the crowd and then when you go home that's what you're faking. Mm -hmm. The dad's beating on you. Now he's being compared, and that's what I feel like the youth. That's why they do things that they do. They turn to different things. They turn to drugs. They turn to you know violence. They turn to all these negative factors mm. because they can't. No one hears them saying they're trying to stay, or see them trying to stay on the line. Mm. Everyone's kind of like you know, you know, 
either singling them out or they just parents are busy with you know because I, I could I for me and Skinny we can tell like uh, a someone parent would rather go to bingo than sit down for a few minutes for sour answer for I I feel like most of the time or talk with the children. Yeah, and then what are your kids like mm. you know how how secure are you that you know that your kids are aren't having suicidal thoughts mm. aren't going through a heartbreak aren't dating without you knowing you know because there's so many things and i feel like this porn was more like a wake-up call not yeah yes to the youth mostly to the youth also to the parents keep knocking on those doors keep you know trying to bridge that gap with you and your kids whatever differences now is the time because there are other parents they can't really fix anything because they're gone mm. their kids they, they they let go they hung up they, yeah they yeah see that's right yeah are you guys um both college students or or is oh, that's such a compliment <laughs> Oh, so you're working? Were yeah. you, okay, okay. I thought you were both in, in, in college. So when are you graduating from ASCC? What's your major? Liberal arts. Liberal arts. Okay. Um, you don't want to change to English? No, just. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, with poetry and everything. So, um, um, yeah, it's um, so with the work you do right now um, and um, on with using um, your voices, using your work as artists to get the word out there. um, And you said that some of these issues, you come from some of these issues, right? You've experienced some of these issues. <clears throat> and some of the issues that you mentioned, one of the issues that you mentioned was uh, was domestic violence, which is very prevalent here in in, in Samoa. Um, what kind of awareness do you have on domestic violence? Have you guys, because it's one thing to be a, a victim, a survivor, you know, a, a member, and we believe everyone's a victim of, of violence, but... Um, what kind of awareness do you have about violence, about domestic violence? Have you guys researched it? I mean, you know, because mm-hmm. do you guys understand domestic violence and, and all that? I'm not, I'm not trying to challenge your <laughs> intelligence or anything. I'm just, because we understand because part of our work as the audience is to take the awareness out there. A lot of people say, there is a lot of awareness out there. And yet, absolutely. So what do you guys think then? Let me just kind of like flip the question. Um, So what do you guys think? Is there a lot of awareness on domestic violence out there or what? Well, to be on the safe side, if we could forget our backlash, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we there's there's never there's never been not too much awareness. There can never be. 
enough information. Enough. There can never be enough. Yeah. There can never be enough awareness. Uh, I feel like there is, there's so many things happening within families that can cause these factors. Um, within these TV shows and what we can say, it was mostly alcohol and just the power of a man um, not being getting things done the way you know he wants it, and which caused you know mm-hmm. uh, disagreements uh, and just not being mature about you know how to handle things. Mm-hmm. Um, we since TV we uh, we have this golden rule or golden line we always like to tell. All the youth groups I've been saying to uh, you see something, you say something. Mm-hmm. Whether it's not your mom and dad, your maybe it could be your neighbor, um, or just that kid at school that you know that comes, you see the mom dropping off and has the black eye one shade, or is always wearing long sleeves because she's you know bleeding through her shirt, um, or even the men as well, you know, who knows? But it's that's the golden rule. You see something, you say something. Mm-hmm. You see something. See something, do something. See yeah. something, say something. Um, so, what do you guys want to share? This is the final question. What do you guys? Um, what do you guys want to share about um, uh, what the territory has been through? What the community has been through about the suicide? Do you know any one of the victims? Or, I mean, are you close friends with anyone of the victims? I. I gotta be honest, I don't know anyone. Um, for me, Naomi, or for the name, um, Lorelai Sabo. Was that part of your piece? Yeah. Okay. And, um, growing up with a house full of girls, I grew up with mm-hmm. He was always the happy kid. He mm-hmm. was always the joy on the block. Was he a victim? Yeah. Oh, okay. How long ago? Was it this year? Or? Yeah, this oh, year. okay. So he was one of the people that um, part of this. Um, and for our piece, uh, we also got, um, we made sure that the families were okay, you know, with us, you know, dedicating and saying their names. And also um, with our piece, Jane Oveo, um, we put a, with Gabby Hollywasu, she was a IT person. She did all our videos and she was able to combine pictures with the consent from family and loved ones, an intermediate family that um, allowed us to give us that, you know, that opportunity, which we were very honored to. Uh, there were a lot of people um, in that list of seven people that we said and respected um, by showing respect to say their names, but one of them was our, our cousin, uh, Sharon Sampson, who passed away last mm-hmm. year. Last year, it's yeah. been a year now. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so we celebrated his first year, you know, or his one year, his one year of experience. It, it it never feels right, you know. We always were left with so many questions, like you know, and we and we don't want to have, we don't like to have unanswered questions. Um, but at the same time, we have to be at peace with ourselves. The other person is um, Matthew Lanai. Mm-hmm. Matthew Malai, uh, his girlfriend is my cousin. I look at her as a sister. And just seeing her, she's still coping. And, you know, God's been so good to have these families find, you know, comfort within the support system. And the support system. So 
is it lingerie and tattoos and open domestic violence and can we our prayer from our peace would not only you know honor these people but at the same time remember them and restore some kind of comfort and you know show these families that we we didn't forget they are with their testimonies and you know that little hope that little light in the at the end of the tunnel for many people to live reasons why they should live i lied that wasn't the last question this is oh. now the last question um, what advice do you have for the youth of our territory that those that are on the brink of you know uh, of attempting to you know uh, commit suicide or take their lives what advice do you have for them Stay on the line. Yeah. Stay a little longer. Hold on. It's it's not it's not your time. Um, as in, and that's how the structure how we structured our our spoken word was. We finished it off with Bible verses and certain things for these people and for the youth to remember their why. Why you know why are you going to school? Why are you working so hard? Why are you working two jobs? You know, why are you always taking care of your mom? These are your the little reminders. It really be the simplest things. And in the form we mentioned the church. Remember, you know, look at the, look into the eyes of your siblings. The foundation of your church. And then you say, you know, look look to God and then look at me. So those were the simplest reminders, you know, in the heat of the moment, those are the few things you just have to picture in your head mm. that'll make you stay a little longer, mm. make you not do whatever you're trying to do, hurt people, that you are loved, you are highly favored, you are cherished, and that, you know, awesome, after the rain, there's always a rainbow. There's always a rainbow. Well, I thought I was, I think I'm going to cry. So that concludes our discussion with Naomi and Sipili Matangi on today's podcast. We want to thank Naomi and Sipili for joining us. I know they are very busy with everything that's going on in their lives today. And thank you for all the work you do out there in the community, especially working with our youth today. And thank you for your families. Thank your parents um, for being supportive. Um, of the work you do. Thank you to all our listeners out there tuning into this podcast. Hope you enjoyed listening and make sure you check out our other podcasts. I am Judy Matotia with your Alliance. So for. Thank you for joining us and hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast hosted and brought to you by the American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. For more information, please call 684-699-0272 or send an email to asadsv at gmail.com. Visit us on our website at www.asalliance.com or visit our Facebook page at American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. 
Fafsailo awai mai ma atonu sa family ina lo fafunganga ile ne fatalanoanga umfayon awina tole mawa miksa moa ete atuisa wanga falo tui fale masa wanga fafiuswa inga monisi fam talanga fafmol mole vala awil telefoni ono valfa ono iveiva o lua fitulua pe emaili mai foi ile asa dsv at gmail dot com Beasiasi mai lunga leo penga te failangi ile www.asalliance.com Boli tu lawal Facebook ile American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. Faftai.